marketing, advertising, and sometimes a conversation, this is the Brand Boost Podcast. All right, joining me today is Laura Roeder, founder of Meet Edgar, a scheduling tool for social media. Uh, Laura, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you? Good. I think I've asked you the question like five times already because I keep forgetting that I'm asking you how you're doing, <laughs> even though you've answered me. Uh, so I apologize for, the, for that. Uh, you know, okay, so I use Meet Edgar and I have some questions. I also took some audience questions today. So what uh-huh. I did was I, uh, I used Snapchat. Are you using Snapchat? I, I'm not big on Snapchat. I've got an account. Okay. Well, I've been using Snapchat and it's given me a ton of engagement, especially for the podcast. And so I asked the audience today, I said, what do you want me to ask Laura about Edgar? So I have some audience questions after we get into it, but I want to hear a little bit first about how you started Edgar and yeah, let's, let's start right there. Let's, how did, how did me Edgar start? Cause I think it's one of, if not, it's actually my favorite. So Truth be told, no lie, it's the only scheduling tool I use now. I got rid of everything else. (laughs) It's the only one I use. I'll tell you a little bit more why it's the only one I use later, but I want to hear first why you started it. Yeah, so we we really started Edgar out of my own frustrations with the existing tools. And before I had this software company, I had a social media training company teaching small businesses, uh, you know, how to do social media marketing. And we were doing ourselves and then teaching to others this really complicated process where we had a big spreadsheet with all of our social media updates and we had them divided into categories in the spreadsheet. And then you'd have to copy and paste each cell to your social media media scheduling tool. And if you wanted an image, forget about it. And, you know, once you got through the spreadsheet, you had to do it all over again the next month. So there were all these really manual components with all this grunt work. And I was just like, why doesn't software do this for me? Uh, So that's what Edgar does. (laughs) Edgar does automatically for you. Yeah. What you were keeping your social (laughs) media spreadsheets. So basically, it does everything I learned back in like 1997 when I was in high school. <laughs> Learning how? No, I'm kidding. Um, it, it is it is an amazing tool, and f- I mean, I so I I was going to tell you this, but for me, what it's done is it's given me so much opportunity to engage and just leave. Mm-hmm. You know, there's and especially with podcast content, I'm at over 60 some odd episodes now. Yeah. Well. I for and I, you know by my own fault I forgot about promoting earlier episodes so kind of right. they go through a cycle the the newest episodes are getting downloaded obviously in the moment and then they have maybe like a two week shelf life and I do daily podcasting so it's the episodes two weeks and older I don't want to say they get completely forgotten about but for the for anybody that hasn't seen it or just jumps right in, they're not hearing it. So that was, that was my issue. It was like, okay, I need to keep promoting the content that I wrote or that I blogged about or the videos that I made months ago because it's still relevant content. Mm -hmm. So truth be told, I only use Edgar because of that. And there's really no reason for me to use any other tool. I've actually seen an uptick in engagement personally, because now I have time to just go and answer people's questions or, jump in and say, hey, how did you like that once they, you know, favorite it or like it or whatever they do and engage in my content. Um, 
So kudos to you yeah, for that. I, I love that. You know, I love that you pointed that out because I think that's a big misunderstanding. So Edgar is all about automation, all about recycling your content. But the reason that we do that is because that's the part that software can do. What software can't do is the engagement, which is so important to social media. And so many people are wasting their time manually scheduling or manually sending out live all their posts that they don't have time for anything else. So you're very much, you know, following what we definitely do at our own company and what we preach as well. Let Edgar send it out for you. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who presses the button to send it out. You can spend your time in there actually building relationships and talking to people. So one of the one of the fans of the podcast or friends of the podcast, Kristen, asked, can you reinforce, this is directly to you, Laura, can you reinforce the notion that scheduling content frees time to engage? And the reason she asked that question, because I did ask her a little more, I, I was like, well, that's kind of a dumb question. And She's good. She's a good friend of mine. Don't say that to your audience. Oh no, she's a really good friend of mine. I said, Kristen, that's kind of a you know, you and I both. I said to her, you and I both know that scheduling opens up time. She's a community manager, one of the best. She actually works for uh, Jay Bayer at Convince and Convert, an amazing, amazing, amazing um, community manager. So I said, and and truth be told, this is one of the only tools she uses as well. So uh, she wants to know, is that true? Because we hear so many out there especially in the marketing or the social media world where they're like, automation's bad, automation sucks, no automation, no tools. Now, I am one of those where I really like to use the platform itself when posting content in real time. I don't like to schedule everything, but so I schedule any content that's, like I said, a week plus older that I need to put into a cycle that needs to come out more and more often because on Twitter, let's take it, let's face it, Twitter I mean, if you post something at nine o'clock in the morning, it's the only time of day you post it. No one's going to see it. Right. Right. But so she wants to know if you can reinforce that, that scheduling does actually free up time. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing that I always like to point out is that, I mean, kind of like I was, I was just saying what matters to your content is, is sorry, what matters to your audience is the content. They don't know, nor do they care if you sent it on the Twitter app on your phone, mm-hmm. if you went to twitter.com, yep. if Edgar sent it, if a different tool sent it. Like it doesn't, it, they don't know. And, and you know, they wouldn't care anyway. They care that you're posting good stuff. And the problem with trying to keep up live on social media all the time is you have no time to curate the content. You're mm-hmm. literally, I've talked to so many businesses that are like, I wake up in the morning and I have social media panic <laughs> because I'm supposed <laughs> to post something every day. I'm like scrambling around the internet looking for some dumb link that I can throw on there. And I had typos in my update because I'm just trying to get it out. And of course, you know, there's room for a mix. You know, when I always look at Edgar, I look at Edgar and I'm like, that's your bread and butter content. You know, that's how you make sure that every day you have stuff, good stuff going on on social. Of course, you can add in live updates, you can add in new stuff, but you don't want to rely on that as your strategy. I mean, social media is a marketing channel Mm -hmm. as we're talking about it here. You wouldn't do that with any of your other marketing channels. I mean, I hope not. Well, you never know, but no, you're (laughs) right. And and I think the problem stems from people thinking that social media is a standalone or that social media like is marketing. I mean, like you said, it's a channel. It's one way out of many to uh, be employing in your marketing, uh, your marketing mix. So that's good. And then, then her follow up to that was, Okay, fine. Oh, anticipating your answer, but how can people best use Edgar and not look like a bot? 
or look yeah. like, you know, because, let's, and for those of you that don't know how Edgar works, I'll real quick explain it. You add content into a queue and then you create schedules based on platforms and social networks, profiles, whatever it may be. And so over time, and, and, and then Edgar picks the content out of the bank, so to speak, and posts it whenever you've said for that particular piece of content or whatnot to go out. So over time, you could have the same tweets going out. So for those of you who didn't understand it, hopefully now you do. Now to answer the question, how people can not look like bots using Edgar. Sorry, I was coughing. No, Let that's me okay. Cough for a second. <laughs> that's okay. You can cough on the podcast. Totally, you know. It's all right. It's all good. <laughs> uh, so this is this is a big concern that a lot of people have. So, you know, you mentioned you can repeat content with Edgar. I would just emphasize that more. That that's really the whole idea is that mm-hmm. you actually want to repeat your content, which a lot of people are scared of. Uh, but the stats show us very clearly that, you know, maybe five to 10% of your followers are going to see any given update on the various social networks. So it really doesn't make sense to spend your time crafting this content than only send it out once. You really do want to send it again. And what you have to remember is that you see a hundred percent of what you post. Your audience sees, you know, 5% of what you post. And so to you, it is going to feel much more redundant than actually is accurate. You know, I see it on my own. We obviously use Edgar at my company. I'll look at my Twitter account and be like, didn't I just share that last month? It feels like that just went out. It's because I saw it because it's my own account. Right, right. Other people didn't see it, right? Other people didn't see it at all. And I know that is true because we get to see the stats of obviously our own social media updates and we have thousands of customers at Edgar employing this strategy. What is fascinating to me is you look at these status updates and you see the same it almost almost exactly the same number of retweets of shares and clicks every time you share it. I mean, it'll be funny. I'll look at something. It's like eight shares the first time, you know, even two weeks later, yeah. eight shares again, uh, I guess because it was the same quality level of, of social media updates. So I know for sure that people aren't ignoring it the second time because it's getting the same engagement. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, it's good to know because like you said, I, you know, for me, I see it and I'm like, okay, I just posted that. And I... I probably don't have, I probably, I know I haven't maximized my content or the amount of content in there. Uh, one little tip or trick that I have done is I've taken others content as well that like good friends of mine or content that I really, really like. And I've, I've created a category for promos or promotion of others. And so I add that in a queue as well. And I make sure that that goes out on the regular because I'm a nice guy and I want to promote my friends. I like to promote what they're doing and make sure that they get the love because they're likely not using Edgar. They're not using a tool. So they they post it once and it's done. So uh, that's how I've done it just so that I feel a little bit better once in a while that I'm not. I think think that's a good strategy to employ for anyone. You you don't just only want your own content on social media. Of course not. Yeah. Um, That's, I think that's the biggest challenge for people is they're like, well, I'm using this automation tool and then they're just dumping all their content in and then they forget like, oh, wait a minute, you have others content that you can you know, utilize as well or, or share and whatnot. Um, so another, another audience question here was, because now we're kind of rolling here with this question or with this topic, but how, has, or how are you listening to your customers about how to have a better product with so much competition out there, with so much scheduling software and scheduling tools, you know, what, what are you doing to listen to your customers and how are you doing that? 
Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, our customers are very vocal <laughs> about <laughs> about what they want, so <laughs> that really hasn't been a problem. I mean, obviously, we're very present on Facebook and on Twitter, um, but a lot of it is is just through emails. You know, we actively uh, email people asking them what they're liking and what they don't like, what they don't like. I find though people are happy to uh, share their opinion. Oh yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't even have to ask. Um, so yeah, that definitely helps us see. Uh, the bigger trends and what people want most. We recently added a feature that is pretty big for Edgar users. I don't know, you know, how it'll sound if you're not using the tool yet, but now you can shuffle all of your uh, updates within a category. So in your blog post, because people kept having the problem, they would add their blog post, you know, chronologically, of course, but then maybe you've added three updates about a post, they're going to go out one after the other. So now you can just hit a button to shake up your entire category, Mm -hmm. mix up the order, uh, so your posts feel more random. So that was definitely something we added based on user feedback. So they listen, they are listening. If you are listening to this podcast, (laughs) Edgar, meet Edgar, they are listening to to you. And that's, I, th- so that's what I, I like to hear that, that you guys are actually doing things that people want. There's so many times that tools out there are not, um, they don't really listen to the customers and they're kind of just like, well, this is what's best for you. And you're like, well, okay, there's so many other tools out there. And I think it's such a saturated market right now, mm-hmm. that automation, uh, how do you do it better? Can you create calendars? I mean, there's like all these things. And I, f- and I just feel like I just want one tool. So tell me this. So your tool is, it starts at $49.99 a month. Mm-hmm. And tell me why, or tell the audience why they would pick that tool over a $10 tool or a free scheduling mm-hmm. tool. Yeah. So, I mean, we actually do have functionality that, that none of the other tools have, which is, you know, everything we've been discussing on this podcast. With other tools, you have to keep refilling your queue or keep uh, scheduling content. With Edgar, you can load up your library and then Edgar refills your queue for you. Um, another reason that we did very deliberately choose a higher price point than the, the, the $10 a month price point is that we are a tool for business. And we wanted to make that very clear because in social media, of course, a lot of people are using it just to communicate for fun with their friends, you know, or maybe they have like a hobby blog and they like to post updates about that blog. Um, We wanted to be really clear on making a tool that would be the absolute best for a certain segment of the market. So we're not a consumer tool. We're very strategic for people who are really content marketers. I mean, that's where we hone in even more. Edgar is a really valuable tool for you if you've created this big back catalog of content. Yeah. So how can it work for someone who doesn't have a ton of content? Maybe like what's, what's a lot of content? Like what's the, the minimum amount that you should have if this tool is like to make this tool right for you? Right. I mean, that's an interesting question. So I mean, of course you can always load it up with more of other people's content and then even out that balance more as time goes on and you generate more of your own. Um, the reason that I think we're, uh, a just, I guess like a sure bet for people who already have, you know, let's say you've been blogging, let's say for like six months, you know, for a lot of people, they're like, I've been blogging for seven years every week, you know, um, they just have this huge library. But yeah. if you've been blogging for at least six months, the reason you'll love Edgar is because you will see an increase to your traffic. I mean, almost everyone who uses Edgar instantly sees, um, a huge increase to their traffic from social, you know, double, triple, quadruple. We get these stories all the time and it's not because we have some like secret juice. It's because guess what? If you post your blog post 
twice as often, you're going to get twice the traffic course, right. to your blog. And Edgar just makes that happen automatically. So I think that just makes our value proposition really clear. If you have a lot of blog posts, you can send more traffic to your site every day. You know, that turns into leads, that turns into customers. So if I'm a small business uh, that's like, okay, I want to, I want this tool. Do you guys have any incentives right now for like if a small business wants to try it out or whatnot? We just do like refund policy. We're just like, cool. just let us know if you don't like it and we'll refund your money. We just find that's the simplest way to do it. Okay. And so, cause there's a lot that do like trials and, and, and this is a, gr- it's a gripe. I hate to say it because I'm talking to the founder of this tool, but <laughs> it's a gripe. A lot of people are like, well, they don't have a trial policy. Like they don't have a trial. And I don't want to spend 50 mm-hmm. bucks on a tool that like, so, and, and I love, and don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not just saying this. I love that you guys kind of just take your stand and you're like, well, you know what? This is our product. This is the tool. We're better than everybody else out there. <laughs> so either you pay the 50 bucks and we'll just refund you at the end of the month or you don't use it at all. Um, but what gave you that ability and like, what has that done for you to kind of have that? Um, I don't want to say guts. Like I, the yeah. word is escape, but like what's, yeah, the gut, like what gave you the guts to just be like, yeah, this is it. Do it or not. Well, again, you know, because of our target market, because we're targeting businesses, um, we do get a lot of emails being like, you guys are too expensive. We can't afford you. And we're like, okay, use Buffer. They only cost $10. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, like every, every category has things that are cheaper and, and things that are more expensive. And as a business expense, you know, if you are like just starting your business or if you're not making money yet, we're obviously not the right tool for you. If you're making any kind of money, um, then you have $50. Let's like, right. let's be honest. Uh, and also because our tool does require more setup, the problem with a trial is like, you want to go on a trial, you want to kind of poke around for a minute. But with Edgar, you really do have to set up your library, um, which is a challenge that we're always working on how to make that easier. So we've added uh, better RSS functionality. Now when you sign up for Edgar, we automatically scan your website and we look for content for you. We're always working on that side because we are a different workflow, um, which has been a challenge that we've had to overcome. People are kind of used to doing social media very piecemeal, one at a time. We say, okay, you're actually wasting time doing it all one at a time, sit down for an hour and load stuff up. So we found that it just, it makes people understand the tool better if they kind of go in with that mindset of like, okay, I spent the 50 bucks. I'm going to sit down for an hour. I'm going to actually set this up for myself rather than like, "Eh, I'm going to kind of look at it. I don't really get it. Okay. I'm going to leave. No. And and you're, you're right. I, I, um, I did a podcast, I did an episode maybe about a month ago and it was, I don't know if you've heard, like there's the gym membership mentality that people have. Like, oh, if I sign up for it, I'm going to use it. They have that mentality. And that's why gyms that are, that cost, and this is funny, the price point, but gyms that cost 10 bucks, why they make so much money. They, gyms that spend, or that cost $10 a month, $12 a month, whatever they are, they actually target the people that won't show up to the gym. <laughs> right. So the whole, the, the entire, the, the actual title of the podcast was, are we spending money on tools we don't need? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm so glad you just said that. I think it's a common problem that people are like, well, it's only 10 bucks. I'm going to spend it. Then they never use it. Or, they, or like you said, they use it very piecemeal. And I've used the tool that you mentioned that was not yours. And, <laughs> and I, I don't have issues with the product. For me, it was like, well, once the queue runs out, now, you know, if once you're busy and you're in workflow, like you right. said, it's very difficult to go back and, and like, oh, well, now I have to go reload it again or I have to go and piecemeal content back into it. Um, so I, I know I'm kind of, it's a love fest on Edgar, but I, I love the tool. So uh, everyone that's listening, go and use this tool because I'm telling you it'll make your life easier. Uh, Laura, I want you to give me 
or not even me, give the audience your top three tips on creating great content that is worthy of Edgar? Oh, what a good question. So uh, the first tip is images. Uh, you can now put an image with every tweet, but the vast majority of people do not. And because people don't, images really stand out on Twitter. Uh, you know, something that I love uh, about Edgar is that you have a library of your updates. So you're actually able to improve them over time because I know like creating an image for every tweet is, is a overwhelming prospect, Mm -hmm. but that's why, you know, I always suggest load up some tweets first. Then when you have more time, you can go back through and you can create images. Obviously you can have a designer do it, or you can DIY using Canva or, or pick monkey or something like that. Um, but that's my first tip images, especially on Twitter, but on all the networks really make your, your status updates stand out. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Uh, so next tip is don't be afraid to tell people about what you do. <laughs> so social media is opt in, you know, everyone who follows you on Twitter has chosen to follow you. Everyone who likes you on Facebook has chosen to like you. They're there because they want to hear about your business. And I find a lot of people get nervous about, you know, being too promotional on social media and you you can be, but if you're nervous about it, you're not too promotional. Yeah. <laughs> the people, the people that are too promotional are not nervous about it. I, no, can, exactly. I can promise you that. And I'll see people's Twitter accounts where you literally have no idea like what they do, what their business is because they're too scared to talk about it. So, uh, you know, in the default categories in Edgar, we have a promotional category. You don't want 10 promotional tweets a day, but you do want to tell people what you sell, you know, when you're having a special offer, you know, point people to the link to your book, to the link to the products, whatever that needs to be in your social media mix. Yeah, you're right. Um, there was, there was a time where I was so afraid of that. And then I pick, you know, I, I learned quickly that if you don't tell people what you're, and I, and I say this to people, if you're not your biggest cheerleader, nobody will. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, let's say you go to like a, a conference, right? Where, not a conference, like a, even like a, um, oh, geez, like a South by Southwest, one of those, right? The booths or the exhibits that have the most people around it are the ones that create the most buzz. And obviously they, 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 generate more buzz as it goes on because more when you pass by and you're like oh there's a thousand people there or one person here i'm gonna go to the one where there's a thousand people because hey you know what but it started with they were probably the loudest they were probably the coolest they were probably the um so anyway uh, yeah that's great you do have to cheerlead for yourself to an extent uh you can be too promotional like you said but um cool that's number two all right what about last one third tip so last creating good content The most important thing on social is those links back to your own content, whether that's blog posts or podcasts or whatever. I mean, as we've discussed here, but it can't be emphasized enough. It's crazy to spend so much time creating that blog post and then post it once and never again, (laughs) which is, which is what so many people do. And, you know, the whole idea of online marketing of social media is that you're bringing in new people all the time. So if you're actively working to bring in so many new followers a week or a month, then why would you not send out your old content? Like by definition, you have new people there that haven't seen it. And hopefully you're trying to write in, in a way that's more appealing. Yeah. Well, those are definitely three good tips for anybody. And they're actually pretty unique. I mean, images we hear a lot, but don't be afraid to talk about it. And then the links back, a lot of people, I, personally, I don't like like that cyclical, just Facebook to Twitter to Instagram, back to you know another 
social media, like link back to your content and your damn website. Go, people need to go to your website. People right, need right. to go to your own content. So that's, that, that's you. And I, I love hearing that from someone who is far smarter than I am and someone who sees this day in, day out, looking at numbers, looking at analytics, because I can only preach it so much. So thank you for reinforcing that fact, because I say that a lot. And sometimes I think people don't <laughs> listen. They're like, no, I need to. You know, what's really funny, and, and I know we're pushing time here, but uh, I actually saw a friend of mine she decided to to remove Facebook links on her website altogether because she found that when you know people go to click on a Facebook link, you get lost. You see your notifications. Mm. You want to see what your mom's doing, your brother's doing, and and then and people left her content altogether. So she actually got rid of it. And I think so. I think that's amazing, amazing insight and direction is to just start getting them to your site. And once they're there, you don't need to send them off again. Right. People are not buying from your Twitter or your Facebook account. They're buying or, you know, more often submitting their email and then going into your buying process. So that's the, I mean, that's really the most important thing with social is that you need to be driving people that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tell us where to find you, where to find Edgar, how to sign up, all the good stuff. Yeah, so you can find Edgar at meetedgar.com or Meet Edgar on Twitter and Facebook, and you can find me on Twitter at LKR. LKR. How did you get all right, how did you get the three letters? Early adopter, baby. You know, <laughs> three letters. I can't even get Vincenzo because somebody has it in Italy. Probably and somebody I'm, in Italy. Yeah. And I'm like, I tried to get it from the guy and he's like, No, he didn't use it for like three years. And I contacted Twitter, and then all of a sudden, the guy started using it out of nowhere. I was like, thanks. <laughs> Just to spite you, probably. I mean, pretty much. Well, I tweeted him publicly to, like, <laughs> I figured if he's not going to respond, that's going to show Twitter, like, hey, you know, I want Vincenzo. But <laughs> listen, I really thank you for your time. Uh, it was good learning a little bit more about content creation and Edgar. Um, and for those of you listening, sign up. I will drop links in the show notes back to Laura meet Edgar and ways that you can sign up and I'd be more than happy to show anyone how to use the tool. You guys can snap me at Vincenzo Landino or uh, tweet me at Vincenzo Landino as well. Laura, thank you again. I can't thank you enough. You are super smart. Just like everyone told me you were, uh, they were like, Laura's super smart. You have her on the podcast. I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited. (laughs) So thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. This has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. Head on over to brandboostcast.com forward slash subscribe.